If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Aerslias Liarion. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Episode 221 of Switchcraft is brought to you by Amazon Prime. I have been a member of Amazon Prime for a very, very long time. Things that we used to go to the store for, we now just order and they show up two days later. Incredibly convenient. In addition to that, you also uh, get access to their, their movies, their music, and all of that other stuff. And if you want to get a free... 30-day trial for Amazon Prime. It's going to cost you absolutely, absolutely nothing, and it comes with all of that cool stuff. Uh, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash Amazon Prime and sign up. And then once you get all signed up, something else that you can do that will support the show even more is um, once you've got your Amazon Prime, link that to your Twitch account because that gives you Twitch Prime, which then gives you free games every month. Uh, and then you can also subscribe to your favorite streamer for free uh, again that's runjumpstomp.com slash amazon prime to get your free 30 days of amazon prime today Well, everybody, I mean, we kept saying that there was going to be a Nintendo Direct coming up soon, and, uh, you know, I predicted that we would get one in August. I wasn't sure if it was going to be early August or late August, but we're getting one early August. In fact, we're getting it tomorrow. We're getting a Nintendo Direct. Now, I'm a really, I'm very disappointed about this. Hopefully, hopefully there's more to it than meets the eye, but right now... It doesn't look like it's the type of Nintendo Direct that I personally was hoping for. Uh, this is a Smash Brothers Direct. So over at um, Twitter, uh, there is a Twitter account called at Nintendo Versus. It is Nintendo's official esports um, Twitter thing. And uh, we've got the Smash Brothers Ultimate Direct live stream featuring new game information de delivered by director Masahiro Sakurai. So that's awesome. If you are really, really into Smash Brothers, and I am excited for Smash Brothers, don't get me wrong, but when I heard that there was a new Direct, I was like, yes, they're finally going to give us more information about the online service. Or, awesome, they've been talking about how they haven't made all of their announcements for the year yet as far as games that are coming out this year. Uh, because Mr. Kimishima had said, um, I, I think at his last shareholders meeting, he said, look, everybody, we understand that uh, you didn't like what you saw at E3. We've got more coming out this year. Uh, we just haven't announced it yet. And 
I, I kept thinking, all right, well, we're, we'll hear about it at the next direct. And now the next direct seems to be all about Super Smash Brothers again, which I can understand that's Nintendo's bread and butter. That is one of their biggest franchises ever. And this looks to be one of the best installments of that franchise. And when I look there, when I heard this, I was just disappointed that I was only going to hear about Smash Brothers. I mean, if you look at E3, at E3, and I, I've talked about this before, they spent, I don't know how much, I think they spent about 10 minutes talking about other games and then uh, about 30 minutes, maybe 20 minutes talking about just Smash Brothers. So I feel like we got lots and lots of information about Smash already, and I don't really need more information about Smash. I want more information about other games. I want to hear about Animal Crossing. I want to hear about Metroid. I want to hear about a lot of other things. I'm already sold on Smash. Now, that being said, what I ex- what do we expect to hear about this? So, um, this is going to be tomorrow at... Uh, I'm waiting for it to come back up. Oh, uh, 7 a.m. Pacific time. So, that would be 10 a.m. Eastern. So 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, and you can go ahead and convert that over yourself. Uh, I, I've been looking into it. I haven't found out whether or not, <clears throat> excuse me, I haven't found out whether or not this um, Nintendo Direct is allowed to be co-streamed. Like uh, I co-streamed their E3 presentation um, back in June. Uh, and, and we had a lot of fun, uh, hanging out and, you know, I reacted to it and we all kind of talked about it while we were watching it. And that was really, really fun. I haven't found out yet whether or not it's allowed to be co-streamed. Uh, if it is, and hopefully I can find out sometime today, cause it's not, it, it's tough to actually track down that information. Uh, but if it is allowed to be co-streamed, I'm going to co-stream it right here at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. Uh, we can watch it together, uh, talk about it right after the fact. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, what's going to happen. Now, let, let's talk about predictions. So I sent out a tweet uh, asking, let me see, let me bring up my tweets here so we can find it. It's frozen there for a second. That's that's not what I want. Um, I, I did a a poll. I believe I did a poll. Yes, I did a poll, and I'm scrolling to find it. If I can find it, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? This is wonderful audio. Here we go. Uh, my The poll said, think we will get new characters with the Smash Brothers Direct. Respond with your predictions. Uh, so 77% of people said, yes, we're going to be getting uh, information about new characters uh, on the roster for Smash Brothers. And that's actually pretty surprising to me that 77% think that we're going to get more because there's already over 60 characters. I think it's 65 characters or maybe 66. I can't remember exactly. But there's a ton of characters in Smash because it is including every character that's ever been in a Smash. That means we're bringing back the Ice Climbers. We've got Snake back so he can hide under underneath his cardboard box. Only 23% said no. And then I said, respond with your predictions. Uh, Clayton responded, they, they, they think that we're going to get Minecraft, Steve, and Alex in the game. And I think that that would be really awesome. I would love to see um, uh, uh, Steve and Alex in the game. I think that that, that would be a really cool move set. Like he could dig through the ground or something and pull out the bow 
maybe throw an ender pearl to teleport across the screen, that kind of stuff. I think that that would be really awesome. Uh, Steven Lobo re- replied that uh, we would get a Captain Toad assist trophy. <laughs> That's not much. Uh, Ellesmere, uh, I agree with Ellesmere here. We're going to be getting Springman or Ribbon Girl. I don't think that those will be a swappable thing. Like a lot of people are saying, uh, we'll have a palette swap to get to be Ribbon Girl. And I think a lot of people forget that the way that Springman and Ribbon Girl play in arms is very, very different. Uh, so playing. Playing as Springman and Ribbon Girl on the same character, I don't feel like that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> Broad says, I don't think that's what you mean to show on your screen. Why, what is it showing? Oh my god, really? <laughs> okay, well, I guess I just won't switch over to that screen. I'm not sure why it's doing that. I was bringing up... Anyway, for the audio people who are wondering what I'm talking about, I was trying to show the the Twitter posts, and it was showing my OBS screen, which basically was me in a smaller window, and then in a smaller window, and in a smaller window, ad infinitum. Uh, so thank you for letting me know, Brav. I'll stop hitting that button. It's because I haven't shut off OBS since the last time I streamed, and that's what's causing the problem. So anyway, moving on from from the technical difficulties aside. So... Um, I do think that we're going to be getting new characters. I'm surprised that most people agree with me. Uh, I think that we'll get Springman. I don't think that we will get, uh, Ribbon Girl as a palette swap of Springman, but if we do get Ribbon Girl, she'll be her own character just because they play so different, or at least they would be an Echo character. Uh, Mikey B. Playing says, I kind of think one bonus Echo character. Uh, for those of you that don't remember, Echo characters are characters that are very, very similar to another character that's already in the game, um, but they have some slight changes, more changes than you could just call it a palette swap, but not enough changes that it could be its own character, if that makes sense. Uh, so those are called Echo characters, and that's that's how I think if we're going to get a Springman and Ribbon Girl, I think that uh, Ribbon Girl would be a good Echo character for Springman uh, because, you know, she has multiple jumps and he charges things more. Uh, I just think that that's how it would be. Um, let's see. Yes, Daisy and Peach is a very good example of Echo characters. Uh, so and I think that they already announced that we're going to be getting uh, Daisy as an Echo character. Uh, so... All that aside, I'm very, very curious. What are your predictions? Uh, what do you guys think it, it is that we're going to find out tomorrow? Email me and let me know. You can email me at runjumpstomp at gmail.com. And let me know what you guys think. Or you can get a hold of me on Twitter as well, at runjumpstomp. Let's move on. I'm a number one. So this is a pretty interesting bit of information, although it's not terribly surprising. Uh, this comes from VentureBeat. Uh, they, they, they very, uh, they're a very industry focused, um, publication where they, they look at what's going on in the industry, not really about game reviews and that kind of thing. And they were talking about ad measurement, how, how much stuff is being seen out there by, from the different gaming companies. And 
what's really surprising is that Nintendo is really spending a lot of money on advertising. Nintendo is in first place for the ad spend on TV. Nintendo spent the most. And I think that it's a good thing. Uh, I think that in the past, Nintendo has kind of dropped the ball when it came to advertising. Uh, and that's why the Wii U failed. The Wii U failed not through any fault of the hardware, because as you can see, it's sitting right behind me. Where is it? It's over there. Um, it's a fantastic console, and there were a lot of really, really good games on it, but the marketing was just completely fumbled and almost non-existent. It was really terrible, um, but the console was really good, and that's a really important point to make. Uh, Nintendo just dropped the ball on marketing. Well, Nintendo has been doing really, really well with marketing for the Nintendo Switch. We've seen a lot of really good, uh, clever ads, and we've seen them often. Uh, and that's what this story at VentureBeat is telling us. Uh, basically, uh, this is, where did it go? It said, uh, here we go. Uh, Life and Entertainment Mobile Games and Video Game Top Brands Estimated TV Spend for July. Um, the number one is Nintendo with 31% of the spending. So 31% of the spending in video game advertising was Nintendo. After that was Fox Nest Games, who I've never heard of Fox Next Games, which is really hard to say. Then Inno Games, again, never heard of them. King, which does Candy Crush, and if you've been to a movie recently, I'm sure that you've seen an advertisement for Candy Crush um, <clears throat> and other stuff from King. And then MovieStarPlanet.com and then Other. And what you'll notice there is there's no mention of Xbox, there's no mention of PlayStation, uh, but Nintendo is taking up 31.7% of all ad buys. That means that there are a lot of people out there that are seeing the Nintendo Switch, they're seeing the 3DS, and they're seeing those games, and that could possibly be why the Nintendo Switch is selling so well. It's because Nintendo is really advertising it, and they're doing a really good job with it. Um, so I just thought that that was an interesting uh, topic, because it did not occur to me... what. What surprises me more than Nintendo being number one is that PlayStation and Xbox are nowhere even on there. And the other ones that I've never heard of are, or the other ones that are on there are ones that I've never heard of. Now, Bravd, who is, uh, he, he just recently wrote a, um, um, oh my gosh, a, a review for Flipping Death, uh, which you can check out over at runjumpstomp.com. Uh, he wrote a review for Flipping Death. Uh, he says, Fox Next does mobile games like Simpsons Tapped Out, uh, Marvel Strike Force, which I have seen a lot of ads for Marvel Strike Force. Uh, just scrolling through Twitter, I've seen them. I don't know. I don't have cable TV, so I don't see advertisements. I just, my wife and I buy the shows that we like or that we want, and uh, everything else is on Hulu or Netflix, really. So we don't see those kind of commercials. Uh, but I've, I, even, even somebody who never sees TV commercials, I've seen lots of Marvel Strike Force stuff. So that, that makes sense that they're spending a lot of money there. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I'm, I'm very surprised that PlayStation and Xbox are nowhere on that list. And maybe that's because 
those consoles have been out for a while and they feel like maybe they don't need to advertise as much. Um, I feel like at this point, if you wanted a PS4, if you wanted an Xbox One and you were going to get one, you probably would already have one, especially since we've got um, rumors about the PS5 or whatever's coming next from Xbox. Uh, we've already got rumors about that stuff coming in a couple of years. I think that at this point, they've probably hit their their saturation point as far as uh, those consoles go. Now, the, the Switch is new, so of course they have a lot of spending to do. It just really surprised me that Xbox and PlayStation were not on there. Let the Radio Shack TRS-80 put the world of color computing into your home. The next thing that I want to talk about today is Breath of the Wild, which might surprise you because Breath of the Wild came out March 3rd uh, last year, and... Uh, Breath of the Wild is my favorite game of all time. It's uh, an amazing game. I've got 200 hours uh, played in Breath of the Wild. I've already beat it once. Uh, I've been playing through the DLC. I got the motorcycle. Sorry for spoilers if uh, you didn't know there was a motorcycle at the end of the DLC. Um, I have, like... I've got all four of the dungeons done in the hard mode, and I've been having an absolute blast with it. And I haven't played it in a while, mostly because I felt like I've gotten what I need out of the game, and maybe someday I'll go back to it. And uh, It's funny, I was watching a streamer that I really, really like, um, Aurora Peachy. Uh, you should check her out on Twitch. I was watching her play uh, Breath of the Wild, and it made me want to play again. And then uh, I was watching or listening to a podcast the other day. I can't remember which one, but the one of the one of the guests was was talking about how when they were playing Breath or no, when they were watching the trailer for Breath of the Wild, uh, how it impacted them. And so I went and I loaded up the trailer and watched the trailer again. And I, I got to say that is the best tr video game trailer of all time. I think uh, the the trailer for Breath of the Wild that is very impactful with wonderful music and like the 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 scenes that they chose to show were amazing. Uh, but that's not what I'm talking about, or that's not what I want to talk about today. What I want to talk about today is where does Breath of the Wild fit in um, in the in the timeline for Zelda? Now, for those of you that don't know. The timeline for Zelda is very, very fragmented and strange, but uh, there's a there's an official the official site in Japan for Zelda has an interactive timeline on it. And up until now it didn't include Breath of the Wild, but now it does. And that's one thing that kind of bugged me. I didn't know uh, let me just look behind me real quick. There we go. Uh, so I, I bought this uh, Legend of Zelda encyclopedia, uh, and it's a beautiful book. Really, really amazing. And one of the things I was really disappointed in is that Breath of the Wild is not in here. I guess what I didn't realize when when this book came out uh, is that this book actually came out or was made before Zelda, and then... so or, or not before Zelda, but before Breath of the Wild, and it wasn't really updated for that. And uh, that was really disappointing to me. But, you know, if you if you haven't picked up this book yet, you should because it's awesome. The Zelda, the Legend of Zelda Encyclopedia. Um, Brob says, I think it's at the very end. Yeah, it is at the very, very end. Um, like they just have a little 
a little bit, like a little interview with Mr. Aonuma about um, about uh, Breath of the Wild, but that's it. Like, there's nothing else really in there, uh, and that's okay. It's not a big deal. Um, you know, they gotta be they gotta be able to sell me another book in the future, I guess. Uh, so now we finally know. Where does Breath of the Wild take place in the history? And I wish I could bring it up on my video so that you guys could see. Uh, but just go to nintendo.co.jp slash character slash Zelda slash history slash index. Okay. Or you can just follow the link in the show notes. I've got that in there already. Uh, but if you scroll through, you'll find out, you know, you go for a while and then the timeline splits. And that all depends on what kind of thing happened. Because uh, there's a couple different endings for... Um, the N64 one, Ocarina of Time. There's a couple of different endings in that one. And then based on which ending you get, that leads you down a path to different games in the series, which while I get how they kind of put this stuff together, I also think that they just kind of made it up after the fact because I don't think that they actually planned it out ahead of time. And that's okay. It's not a big deal. I could be wrong. Uh, but they finally have included Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is at the very end. Um, it, basically, what everyone had suspected all along, uh, Breath of the Wild is at the end of the Zelda timeline. That doesn't mean it's the last game in the series, um, but it's at the end of the timeline. And that's what Bravd is telling me in chat now. He's like, no, not at the end of the book, Unini, at the end of the timeline. Yes, but Breath of the Wild is also mentioned at the very end of the book, in an interview with Mr. E.G. Aonuma. So, hush, Mr. Brav Man. Uh, so, anyway, uh, I, I like that it's at the end, and um, that means... I feel like that means that Nintendo is trying to take the timeline, which kind of got away from them, almost, because I don't think that they really worried about it at, at, at the beginning. Uh, the, the timeline's kind of gotten away from them, and now they're saying, look, this is the timeline, and this is at the end. And it actually, in the interactive timeline, it felt like, you know, as I was scrolling through, uh, everything splits up, and then they show that Breath of the Wild is at the end. Uh, and I don't read Japanese, so if you do, it would be wonderful uh, if you could... Uh, tell me if I'm right or not, but I think they're saying no matter which path you take on the uh, the side winding uh, Zelda timeline, you'll end up at Breath of the Wild eventually anyway. So I feel like they're trying to take all of the Zelda stuff and bring it together at the end. And I think that that's cool. The Atari video computer system is 20 cartridges with 1,300 game variations you play on your own TV set. So that's it for the big news. I'm going to take a bunch of uh, stories and kind of compress them down into what I call the lightning round. And we're going to go real quick on this stuff because I don't really have much to say about it, but I figured it was stuff that people might want to know about. Uh, so first off, we've got uh, Wind Jammers, which is this really interesting uh, Frisbee-style game where you are... It's kind of like Pong, really, where you but you can catch the ball and then throw it, and you bounce it like crazy. I think that it looks like a lot of fun, and the advertisement that they used for Windjammers looked hilarious. And that was uh, posted in our Discord by Deadlock. So thank you to Deadlock for that. Um, make sure you check out the link in the show notes to see the um, uh, to see the, the video. Uh, then we've got one posted from 
Oh, gosh, who was it? I believe it was Wyvern. I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. I believe it was Wyvern Ripsnarl uh, posted a link to Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Uh, they've got character packs four, five, and six revealed. Uh, and then there's supposed to be a fifth franchise brought into this game. I really don't know much about Blaze Blue, so I don't have anything really to say about it. But if you've got Blaze Blue, then guess what? You've got brand new character packs out there for you to download. Uh, and it looks like they're bringing in, I didn't even realize they already had four different franchises in the game. Now they're bringing in a fifth. This is turning into Smash Brothers. Um, Bravely Default. Uh, tweeted about Octopath Traveler, which I thought was really cool. Uh, so Octopath Traveler hit a million units sold, and the official Bravely Default um, what's the word, uh, uh, Twitter account tweeted about that, basically congratulating them. And then they said at the end of their tweet, and this is, this is uh, translated from Japanese, so it's kind of wonky the way it sounds, but they said, pay attention for something in the future from Bravely Default. So it sounds like we're going to be getting something on the Nintendo Switch. And what I'm hoping is we get the first two games on the Nintendo Switch as a package that we can uh, play together. And then a third one to come out later. I think that that would be very, very cool. Because Bravely Default, if for a lot of you, if you didn't have a 3DS, it's one of the best JRPGs that you've ever played, that I've ever played. And um, Octopath Traveler very much reminds me of some of the systems that are in Bravely Default, but uh, they're also very different games. And it's definitely something that you want to check out. If you've got access to a 3DS and you haven't tried Bravely Default, you're missing out. You should definitely try it. Um, let's see. We've got three more things for the lightning round. Um, this was really cool. A secret uh, has been hiding in Donkey Kong Country for a long time now. This comes from Zap, who uh, is a longtime friend of the show. Uh, he had, or, or he posted it, this in the Discord. Uh, basically, in Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, which is a game that came out four years ago, uh, there has been a little Metroid hiding, uh, Easter egg hiding in one of the levels. If you want to uh, see what that's all about, click on the link of the show notes. It'll take you to a Game Explained video where they show you how to do it. Very, very cool. I love when this kind of stuff is is in a game, and I love that it it was sitting there for four years and nobody found it until it came out on the Switch. And yes, they did go back and check. It's on both the Wii U version and the Switch version, which I thought was really cool. Uh, Bravd, which I mentioned earlier, has written his first impressions of a game called Flipping Death. It's a game all about... Uh, it, um, you are replacing death who has to go on vacation. Uh, and I'll just leave it at that. If you want to know more about it, click on the link in the show notes. And then finally, Nintendo of America is tweeting about the world that ends with you. This is a remake of a 3DS game, which is supposed to be really, really good. We finally have a release date for that, and that is October 12th. Uh, they say this is the definitive version of a modern RPG classic that will bring a new scenario and some killer new remixed music. Well, I almost missed out on a big story. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4 uh, it now has pre-order available for digital pre-orders uh, on all platforms. And uh, this was a big surprise. There is a demo which you can get on the Nintendo Switch. I got this via Go Nintendo. I actually just finished recording the podcast. So I am uh, recording this afterwards and inserting it in um, 
the demo information. It says in the Valkyria Chronicles 4 demo, available now as a free download on the PlayStation Store, Microsoft Store, and a Nintendo Switch eShop. You'll join Commander Cloud Wallace and his comrades in Squad E as they begin the first steps of Operation Northern Cross. Experience the series' signature watercolor aesthetic as presented by the Canvas engine and get a feel for the innovative tactical blitz system uh, before the full game launches on September 25th. Uh, play through the prologue and first two chapters of the game, as well as an exclusive bonus mission created for the demo. Uh, demo save data, including items obtained, class levels, earned experience, and currency total will transfer over to the full game so you can pick up right where you left off. Additionally, importing save data from the demo will net you an exclusive accessory for use in the full game. Uh, you can download that demo right now. So that's awesome. I'm very excited to hear that. And uh, I'm going to be downloading it as soon as I finish uh, finish recording. Those are the stories for uh, today's lightning round. Uh, the music that you are that you heard at the beginning of the show and that you are going to hear shortly is a song called The Song of Storms by Looter. Uh, that's L-O-E-D-E-R. Uh, but it's pronounced Looter. I had to ask because I don't know how to pronounce it when people put an O and an E like that. Um, but Looter has made this cool song. Uh, song of Storms is a song that's in um, Ocarina of Time. But he basically, or they basically remade the song. What would it sound like if it were on the Super Nintendo? And I think that they did a really good job. Um don't forget, if you want to watch the full show, you can join us live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, or you can watch the videos after the fact over at the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Finally, if you are looking to support my content, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. All of the links there will help me create more content. A uh, big thank you to everyone who has already supported the show. You guys are fantastic. And speaking of fantastic people... I can't get out of here without thanking the awesome people that hang out with me while I record the show. We've got Bravd, Vaxer, uh, Beats, Beats M97, uh, Corona G8, uh, let's see, Ellismir1, Hopple, Lawworthy, Lego Lawyer, Link31254, Mama Paula, uh, Mango Tree 93 I love the way that rhymes, by the way. Uh, Raptor James, uh seems like a bot so i'm gonna ignore that one because i can't figure out how to say it anyway super gamer 16 tf wagner vnk virgo pros wyvern ripsnarl and the lurkers all of you people are fantastic and i'm just happy that you hang out with me uh, i will see you all next time bye bye